I'm Steve Tarano. Welcome to this episode of Body Performance. Today we're going to talk about no-fat and low-fat foods, food, quality versus quantity, and then I'll give you my opinion on the documentary Supersize Me by Morgan Spurlock. Before we get started, I'd like to give a shout out to CBD Botanical Therapy, potent CBD products at affordable prices. If you're using products from CBDMD, Medterra, Level Select, or other national brands, check out CBD Botanical Therapy. Their prices and potencies will surprise you. No fat and low fat foods. Fad diets, trendy foods, eating gimmicks have always been around. And with the invention of no fat, low fat, low sugar, and no sugar foods, Americans are still overweight and getting fatter. Have you ever seen an advertisement bragging about a food being sugar-free or fat-free? What people don't understand or realize is many of these foods have never had fat or sugar in them. They've always been fat-free or sugar-free. That new title doesn't mean they're calorie-free and it doesn't give you license to eat as much of them as you want. This type of advertising and marketing is designed to play on people's ignorance and laziness. People think, it's fat-free or sugar-free. I can eat as much as I want and not feel guilty or gain weight. This type of advertising is misleading because manufacturers are hoping you're too lazy to take a glance at the label to see how many calories are contained in the food or in each serving. Understand that too many fats, proteins, or carbohydrates can put weight on you. Companies are now advertising 100-calorie pre-packaged snacks. This does help when measuring your daily calories and shows you how much 100 calories really is. Read product labels even if it's just to get the calorie totals. See how many fats, proteins, and carbohydrates are contained in the food. Check out the calories per serving. Make note of how large a serving is and how many servings are in the container. A canned drink might only have 150 calories per serving, but the manufacturer says the can contains four servings, meaning there's 600 calories in that 12 or 16-ounce drink. Now let me say a quick word about protein. Protein has been sold to us as if it's something magical. Food manufacturers like to feature the amount of protein a product contains, and they want us to believe that it's life-altering. They ask, are you sure you're getting enough protein? They tell you 22 grams of protein in each serving. Pretty soon, we begin to think that we not only need hourly infusions of protein, but that we'll waste away if we don't immediately have it following a workout. Humans don't need that much protein. And if you're eating a relatively healthy diet, you're taking in more than enough protein. And all protein comes from fruits and vegetables. You do get proteins from eating a steak, but that cow received and created its protein and muscle from eating vegetables. Think about that. The point is, too much protein adding up to too many calories will make weight loss difficult. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, a guy getting ready for a bodybuilding contest, or a woman trying to get ready for a fitness show. If you're drinking a protein shake during the day, that's fine. Just add those additional calories into your daily calorie total. Even bodybuilders and elite athletes need much less protein than they think. And low-carb diets have been around since the 1800s. A French lawyer and politician named Jean Brilliat Savarin suggested a low-carb diet to lose weight in 1825. And as I've mentioned before, Funeral director William Banting lost 50 pounds on his low-carb diet in 1862, proving once again that everything old is new again. Food, quality versus quantity. It does not matter what your food is made up of. If you're thinking about your proteins versus your fats versus your carbohydrates, that's a good thing. But don't obsess about it. 
With weight loss, it doesn't matter what your calorie total is made up of. What's important is your calorie total. People ask me to review their diets, wondering if they're good, and then they want me to give them a diet. I don't mind doing either, but you might be surprised. A healthy diet can still make you fat, and a bad diet can cause weight loss. When you first start dieting, don't worry so much about what you're eating. Think about how much you're eating because that's the key. Stop worrying about proteins, fats, and carbohydrates and all these myths you see on TV. Worry about your daily caloric total and that will help your weight loss. It's excess calories that make us fat. Then once you've lost the weight, you can begin to worry about a healthy style of eating and begin replacing the foods you're currently eating with healthier foods. But if you try to make too many changes at once, you'll become overwhelmed, discouraged, lose your focus, and get no results. Focus on eating less of the foods you like. Once you've lost some weight and you're watching your food and your calorie intake, and that has become a habit, then you can worry about eating healthier foods. Did you ever see the movie Supersize Me with Morgan Spurlock? It was a documentary about eating at McDonald's. Something about this movie bothers me, and here's what it is. It's not an accurate depiction of how people eat, and it's certainly not an accurate depiction of how people gain weight. The premise of the movie is that for 30 days, the filmmaker would eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's, and he would eat everything he ordered, regardless if he was full or not. And if the McDonald's employee asked if he'd like to supersize his meal, he would have to say yes, and then he would have to eat it all, ignoring his satisfaction level, his full point, or even common sense. If you overate and stuffed yourself beyond your full point, day after day, meal after meal, for an entire month, forcing yourself to eat extra calories like you were at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, of course you'd gain weight, even if it was healthy eating, because too much healthy food will make you fat. Why was this movie so amazing? Why is this a documentary? He overate, he stuffed himself for a month, he gained 25 pounds in a month. That's because he was overeating. I would bet you've never gained 25 pounds in a month. People normally do not gain weight like that because they don't eat like that. We may not be eating very healthy, but we don't stuff or gorge ourselves like we're eating our last meal before we go to the electric chair. Our bodies and our conscience help limit our eating. Usually, once you're full, you typically stop eating. Who hasn't heard somebody say, I eat too much, I don't have room for dessert? Or, I had a big lunch, I'm going to have something light for dinner. Or, I'm going to the all-you-can-eat sushi buffet this evening, so I'm going to skip breakfast and lunch. This is called self-awareness, or guilt, and this also keeps your eating in check. This documentary only proved that when you overeat, you gain weight rapidly. If he ate normal-sized meals, stopped eating when he was full, and didn't force himself to eat everything on his plate, he could have eaten McDonald's for a month and not gained an ounce. There were actually two unrelated people who did just that. A man and a woman ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner at McDonald's for a month, and they both lost 10 pounds, proving that if you watch the quantity of the food you eat and you do moderate exercise, you can lose weight eating anything. The one thing the documentary did prove, and McDonald's should be aware of this, is that most Americans don't gain weight rapidly. My suggestion is don't take your fitness and weight loss advice from a movie maker trying to generate box office revenues. Again, I'd like to give a shout out to CBD Botanical Therapy, potent CBD products at affordable prices. If you ever have any questions, 
Hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. I'm happy to include them in a podcast. It'll help you. It'll help other people. I'm Steve Tarano, and this is Body Performance. Body Performance.